Welcome to One Cream, Two Sugars. I'm your host, Marissa. I am so happy that you are here. This podcast is designed to be an escape from the world and a place of honest conversation. So grab a cup of joe and hang out with me. Let's get into it. Wow, it has been a minute. Hello, everyone. Woo. This is episode two of One Cream, Two Sugars. Thank you guys for coming back with me. I'm excited to um, relaunch this again. It's been a minute since <laughs> since I have recorded an episode. A lot's gone down. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you're getting ready for the holiday season. Christmas is upon us. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I know it probably looked a lot different this year. I know mine did. Um, we really didn't do anything besides eat in the same house with the same person that I've been with. So it, yeah, it was definitely different this year, but I wanted to, um, of course do another episode and I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about my COVID journey. (laughs) I did, um, recover, thank goodness, um, from COVID. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And then I wanted to talk to you about body image because, when I was dealing with the COVID and when I was dealing with um, recovering with the COVID, I couldn't exercise and I really didn't eat great. And it really kind of made me start thinking about a little bit more about um, our image of how we kind of beat ourselves up about our bodies and just little things that I kind of learned while I was recovering um, from COVID and dealing with those things. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. So today is December 7th. Happy birthday, Megan. Today is my BFF's birthday. But I did want to, um, like I said, talk about a little bit about my COVID journey. So I would say probably the week of election day. Yeah, it was the week of election day. I think November 2nd is when I started to um, develop symptoms. It started with a really, really slight cough like just kind of like you have a tickle in your throat and then it got to a couple days later eh, probably about two or three days later and then I was like okay I'm starting to feel pretty crappy kind of just like a cold at that point but then that Friday was when I lost my sense of taste and smell and you never think about how (laughs) like that how much that's going to affect you if you lose your sense of taste and smell but it really really does Um, I was eating banana peppers I remember it and I all of a sudden it was just like I was in the middle of eating and I'm like I can't taste this pepper and of course you know banana peppers have a strong taste and a strong smell and I was like I can't taste or smell any of this and that's when the red flag was like okay you probably have COVID So then the next day, the fatigue started, and that was terrible. I've never, ever had fatigue that bad to the point where just, like, getting up and going to the restroom was exhausting. I mean, I was on the couch for a week solid. And, of course, I couldn't teach, and it was was not good. I would say I was probably down for the count for a good 10 days until I finally started to feel better. I did actually um, take a trip to the hospital one day because my breathing was really affected. Um, Like I said, I was getting winded just walking a few steps. 
So it was definitely something that I have never, ever felt before. I had weird things happening to my body. Like, I had these moments where my teeth would hurt. Like, like where they would, like, like pulse. Like, they would cramp. It was the craziest thing. And then I would have times where, like, my upper back would tingle. Like, where my shoulder blades are. And they would tingle. And it was, it was weird. <laughs> it was really weird. But then, luckily, you know, the next week I started to feel a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. So, yeah, I I wouldn't, you know, obviously I'm, I'm lucky that I recovered. I'm lucky that I didn't spread it on to anyone else, at least not that I think. And yes, it was it was a long, a long two weeks, but um, I'm back here. I am. Obviously, I couldn't record during that time. Um, because <laughs> I didn't even have the energy to lift a pen. But I'm happy to be back. I feel like myself again. And I really wanted to talk about body image today. And because while I was on the couch recovering, and I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about my, my health journey. So while I was on the couch <laughs> um, recovering from COVID, I couldn't exercise. And for those of you that don't know, I am on a weight loss journey. And I, I really hate using the word journey that like kind of anticipates I'm going to go find something like I'm on a journey. I'm, I'm eating healthier. I'm exercising every day. I'm losing weight. I'm down. Well, it depends on what day you ask my scale, but I'm a, down about 20 pounds. Some days it's 18, some days it's 20. <laughs> yeah. But I can definitely feel a difference in my body and then I've lost inches. Anyway, so I started this program called Beach Body on Demand. My coach, who is the person um, that, you know, helps me throughout the program, I had reached out to her a couple, I started this in August. I had reached out to her probably in the summer, I want to say, or she actually reached out to me and, you know, told me what she did and stuff like that. And at that time during the summer, I was like, mm, I don't really want to, you know, I, I'll just try and eat better on my own. I can do it myself. But then in August, again, I the same thing that happened with my my separation. I kind of just woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I'm sick of being fat. And I messaged her and I said, what what can you do to help me? Or like, what is your program? What does it cost? And I asked her a bunch of questions. And we DM'd back and forth on Instagram for probably a good hour just about different things and what she thought she could do to help me. And I told her my struggles and like what I, you know, what I do to my, my activity level and what I do that is probably hurting me or helping me. And anyway, the program comes with a nutrition plan and you get access to all of the workouts for one year for a price. So I was like, screw it, let's do it. And August 10th, was the first day. I took pictures of my body, which they recommend that you do before and after pictures whenever you want. I mean, every month or every two months or so is fine. So I took the before pictures. I posted them on Facebook and Instagram. And that's when I decided to start documenting my journey. And it's really, really helped me with accountability, keeping track of what's going on with my journey, but I started out with a workout program that was eight weeks long and it was Monday through Friday and it was bar class, which I have done bar 
um, in the spring before the pandemic hit, I was going to the gym three or four times a week and doing pretty well. But then the pandemic hit, all the gyms were closed. So I kind of fell off the summer. I kind of just was like, nah, we'll wait till the pandemic's over. That's it. That's my, that was my excuse then. So I waited and I started with an eight week program that was bar class Monday through Friday. And it was really tough. The first few weeks in August, late August, I was not feeling good because my body was like, what are you doing to me? You know, it was like, this is the most I've moved ever. So if you could just tone it down, that would be great. But the few, the first few weeks I did not feel great. I did document, you know, my Instagram stories and Facebook and share that I was not doing well. So my coach reached out to me and, and she said, well, you know, you need to make sure that you're getting enough food. You need to make sure that you're doing these things that you need to do. And if you're feeling particularly crappy one day, you know, you can skip the workout. I mean, there's there's nothing. Don't feel bad about that. And that's kind of also what I wanted to touch on is because I think a lot of times we do a really good job of beating ourselves up if we're if we're on some kind of program or if we're on some kind of lifestyle change. And if we fall off one day or if we have a bad day or if we have a meal that doesn't fit what you're supposed to be eating. And that was really a challenge for me, especially in the very beginning, probably about a month into it. If I ate something that I was like, this is not, you know, part of the the lifestyle that I'm trying to start I like beat myself up and I was like, you have just ruined the workout that you did this morning. Like, you know, you've completely just everything that you've done is now reversed because of what you ate. And what I've learned over these past few months, first of all, number one, I feel fantastic. And sometimes it's not all about how much weight you're losing. And it's not always about the numbers. I do have a goal because I'm a goal-oriented person. I like to set goals and see what I can do to accomplish them. So that helps me personally. But I did set a goal to lose 75 pounds before my 30th birthday, which is October 1st of 2021. So I'm 20 pounds down, so I have about 55 to go. So, but if... I don't hit that goal. That's okay. Like if I lose 50 pounds by then, I will be thrilled. You know, if I lose 60 pounds by then, I will be, of course, thrilled. But I thought 75 was a good, you know, starting point, a good launching point of here's a good number that in a, you know, a little over a year should be attainable, I would think. (laughs) So I set the goal for myself. And over the past probably month or two, I, like I said, I started in August. It's been September, October, November, four months almost. Holy crap. God, time is flying. Is it just me? Like, I feel like Thanksgiving was yesterday. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it's been about four months. And the first half of it was rough. I'm not going to lie to you. My body was getting used to it. I was exercising five times a week at least. And then after I did the eight-week program, I went to a program that was 21 days straight with no break. Now, we had, like, recovery days, but they're called active recovery days. So we would do, like, stretches or yoga or meditation or something to help our bodies. But 
we weren't, you know, doing cardio or working out those days, but they were called active recovery. Right now, currently, I'm on a program that's 100 workouts straight through every single day. And yeah, I've missed some. Like I've skipped a day or I have said, I'm just not doing it today and I'll do it tomorrow. I didn't skip the workout. Like if, if I was on workout 20 and I, I didn't do it that day, I did workout 20 the next day. Like I didn't skip the workout, but I skipped the day. And at the very beginning, I was like, oh, you idiot. Like, what are you doing? You know, you have to, you have to strictly stick to this or else it's not going to work. And that's not true. And my coach has been telling me some really, really great advice. And I wanted to pass it along to anyone listening. And it's that you have to do what works for you, right? And I think another problem that, that people have is that they compare themselves to other people. So I've always been the fat kid. Like, it's just, there's no really other way to say it. I've always been the bigger kid. Like, all my friends are super skinny, you know, they're really pretty and really thin. And growing up, I was always chunkier and I would get made fun of. Not very often because I was that person that would talk my way out of, of, you know, getting made fun of. Like if somebody called me fat, I was like, can you think of anything else? Because I've been called fat like six times already today. And then they would get mad that I wasn't crying and then they would stop making fun of me. So, but I think, you know, I know I did that growing up, especially in high school. You know, when I was maybe starting to think about dating or interested in boys, I would look at my friends and be like, well, I'm never going to be as pretty as them. You know, no guy is going to want to date me because I don't look like them. I don't have the body that they have. I don't have the, the shape that they have. You know, I am an apple. <laughs> I, have, I have an apple shape. So I know growing up I did that a lot. And I know that it hurt my self-esteem a lot. Now, I've never really been an emotional eater. Like, I'm not that person that's like, you know, I'm feeling sad. I'm going to go eat some ice cream. I just like to eat. That's the problem. And a lot of the times I liked to eat the wrong foods, which of course is also a problem. So I was never really an emotional eater. It was just, what are you eating that's hurting you? As time went on, you know, when, I, when you graduate high school and then you go to college, or when I went to college, I was still, you know, big. Uh, and I've always been big. And I was really good at hiding it, you know? It, it never really affected me because I didn't really show anyone that it affected me. You know, I was really, really good at hiding it that, you know, oh, I don't mind if I wear, a, you know, a 3X, a 4X. You know, I didn't care. I didn't care what size jeans I wore. I didn't care what size my, you know, what, what how I looked in pictures. I just didn't care back then. But now I'm getting older and I don't want to be this size forever. And it you know, of course, it has a lot to do with your health. And of course, it has a lot to do with how long you want to live. And I want to have kids someday. And I want to be there for them. Because my mom wasn't around for me. So it's, you know, it's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot, a lot of reasons why. But so anyway, long story short, <laughs> I decided in August this year that I was done. And no matter how long it was, it's going to take me, I, I'm going to reach my goal weight. And I'm never going to be a beanpole. Like, I'm, I don't want to be super skinny. I just want to be healthy. You know, I want to have muscle. I want to be fit. I want to, you know, just be healthy. That's it. So I would, you know, like I said, look at my friends and compare myself to them and be like, well, you're never going to get there. It's going to take you like eight years to, bit <laughs> to get that skinny. You'll lose that much weight. But it's, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not like that. 
And you have to kind of take it at your own pace. And you have to do what you're going to do for you. You know, you're not doing it for anybody else. You're doing it for yourself. Of course, if you have people with you that are going to support you and do, you know, and be there for you, that that's great. But at the end of the day, you're doing this for yourself and nobody else. And that's how it should be. So I don't care how long it takes me. I will get to my goal weight. So that's the promise that I made myself. And I'm going to set goals here and there along the way. But if I don't achieve them, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And at the very beginning of this journey, (laughs) I was really good at beating myself up about it. You know, if I had a, a candy bar, I'm like, oh, you idiot. Don't, you know, stop. Stop eating that. Like, what are you doing? So another problem of mine was portion control, right? So you have to make sure that you eat not only the proper foods, but the proper amount of food. And that's always been a big, a big problem for me, you know, along the way too. So I've learned a lot so far about, I've done my own kind of research about how food works. (laughs) And that sounds kind of dumb, but you know, about what's good for your body and what you need for your body. Cause I've done keto, which I was pretty successful on keto, but my coach is like, you know, you need carbohydrates, especially if you're working out as often as you are, you know, every day right now. So it's important to eat carbs because you need that energy. Your body needs that energy. So, but I just, I'm just trying to eat healthier. That's it. I mean, I'm not saying, well, you can't have this, you can't have that, because once you start saying you can't have, then you start getting angry, and then you start saying, well, you know, I can't have that. I'm depressed over here in the corner eating my kale while all you guys are having ice cream sundaes. And that's when you start feeling like crap because you feel like you can't do what everybody else is doing, like at a party or um, if you're with your family or whatever. So last night, perfect, perfect example. I wanted a piece of cherry pie and I ate a sliver of cherry pie and that was it. I didn't feel sad about it. I just ate a slice of cherry pie. Now, am I going to eat three slices of cherry pie? No, (laughs) but I had a sliver of cherry pie and that's that, you know, I'm not going to eat dessert every night. I, I used to eat ice cream by the gallons full. I don't hardly eat ice cream at all anymore. Now, when I was sick, I ate ice cream because I, I, <laughs> I felt like junk. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have ice cream. But that's just kind of how it works. So anyway, so right now I'm, like I said, doing a 100-day program where it's 100 workouts straight with no breaks except for active recovery built in. And let me tell you, I have really, really, really enjoyed my workouts you know, and like I said, if there are some days where I have a lot going on or I want to get other stuff done, I'll do that. And if I get to the workout, oh, great, which, you know, 95% of the time I do. But if I don't, that's okay. You know, yesterday I was a little hungover and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to work out. So I didn't. And, you know, I just made sure that I ate okay. And that's it. But we have to stop this stigma of, you know, putting ourselves on this pedestal of, well, I have to do this or else I'm not going to lose weight. And that's not true. You can't put yourself in that restriction mode and expect to be happy. You just can't, you just can't do it. So it's, it's difficult because you want to be successful, but you also want cake. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it is it's something that I'm happy that I did start. I'm, I'm happy that I committed to it. And my coach said, you're only ready when you're ready. And that's 100% true. You know, back in the summer when she had reached out to me and said, hey, I do this. Are you interested? I said, nah, I'm not I'm not. I'm not all in for that right now. There's, I'm not going to be successful in doing it, so why start? So I reached out to her in August, and I said, I'm ready. Let's do it. What do I have to do? And it's been really, really self-reflecting to go through this. And I cannot tell you how much better I feel. In, in four months, I feel 100% better. I mean, I sleep better. I don't eat as much. I eat better, you know. But if I want dessert once in a while, I'm going to eat dessert. Like Christmas? Ooh, girl, you best believe I'm going to have some Christmas cookies. You have to do that once in a while. And I try to tell myself, like, you didn't get fat from a cookie. You didn't get fat from a scoop of ice cream. You got fat from doing that for years and months and years and months and constantly eating stuff you're not supposed to. That's how you gain weight. Not from one Sunday where you decide you want a couple cookies. That's not going to make you fat. So that's what I have to tell myself. And that's what I think a lot of people think that once they start a diet or they start a lifestyle change, that if you slip up, you're screwed. And that's just not true. You have to enjoy life. You have to enjoy food and holidays. And if you want that glass of wine, have it. I mean, it's, it's all part of the, the balance that you need in your life, right? You, we all need balance, whether it's for school and work and kids and family. It's the same thing for a diet. And I hate calling it a diet because it's not a diet. I'm changing my relationship with food. And it is not as much of a part of my life as it used to be. And I hope to keep it that way because I don't want it to be that much of a part of my life as it was before. So I'm, I'm doing well. I'm on the right track. I can see a change in my body. I can feel a change in my body. You know, I'm trying to not, I don't weigh myself every week. I weigh myself maybe every two weeks, maybe twice a month. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to put so much pressure on myself. And I think by doing that, I want to do better, you know. If I have a piece of a cookie, I don't I don't hate myself afterwards. And then I'm not like, well, you big fat slob, you know, you're unsuccessful, you're not doing great. But if I tell myself, hey girl, you know what? Have a cookie. And then that's it. Just don't eat 12 cookies. You know, I could put down a sleeve of Oreos. Am I going to? No. Will I have two? Sure if I want some. You know, it just it's moderation and it is consistency. I, I'm really, really, really enjoying exercising. And if you would have asked me a year ago, <laughs> one, two, three years ago, if I would ever say that sentence, I would probably laugh in your face. But I really have been enjoying exercising. I feel good about it. I feel stronger. I have been on the search for dumbbells. I finally got 10 pound dumbbells and I'm, I've been using those as much as I can. We do a lot of strength training in, my, in the program that I'm doing now. We do cardio, core, we do fight club, or we do some boxing moves, and that's really fun. But I've really been enjoying it. I just want to say, for any of you that are struggling with how you look, because I've struggled my whole life, you are, you know, I don't want to sit here and be like, well, you're beautiful no matter what. 
which is true, but you're only beautiful if you see yourself as beautiful. If you don't, then you're not going to be beautiful because you don't feel it yourself, right? You know, they're like the cliche, well, you have to feel good about you. That's totally true. So like now that I've, you know, that I feel better, I'm not, I'm not so focused on the numbers on the scale. I feel better. Even as little success as, as I've had, I feel so much better. So I tell myself that, like, hey, remember how good you feel, how you can run up the steps without getting out of breath, how you have way more energy to get things done. You know, I'm, I'm doing things now that I never thought that I would do before, which is, you know, incredible to me. So I'm excited to see how far I can go, you know, and like I said, this is not a temporary thing. This is a forever thing, no matter how long it takes. I will reach my goal weight if it takes two years, three years, and so be it. But, you know, when I go out and my friends are, you know, tell me that I look so good and they can see a difference, that just makes me so, so happy. Because when you look at yourself, you see yourself all day, every day. So you are you are probably like, I don't, meh. I, I mean, you know, maybe I look a little smaller. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm a little more of this. But people that don't see you as often see a bigger change in you because they don't see you so much, you know, but you, when you see yourself in the mirror and you don't think you look any different, you probably do. It's, it's not always your perception that can make you feel accepted or not. It's other people's perception of you because if you have a friend, which I've had multiple friends and family tell me that they can see a difference in how I look and how I move and how I feel, that means more to me than, than anything. Because I'm going to look at myself and be like, I don't really see anything. <laughs> and not that you're going to get like fast results. You know, you don't, you're not going to expect to have a six pack in, in, in six months. But I have noticed changes in my body and it, it's, it's good. Obviously, that's what you want. But there's no, there's no expiration date. There's no timeline. There's no... There's nobody there saying like, well, you've only lost half a pound this week. You better step it up next week. There's nobody there doing that. You're the one doing that. So don't rush it because losing weight should be a process. It should be slower anyway if you're doing it the right way. And if you fall off for a couple days, get back on the train. When I had COVID, I couldn't exercise. I, I, I didn't eat great because I didn't feel like cooking and there were probably a good four or five days where I ate like crap. But then I got right back on the train when I felt better. And there's nothing wrong with that. So if you are struggling with losing weight, how you look, how you feel, just take into consideration that you are the only person that's doing it for yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it because you deserve to feel this way. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to change your body how you want it to be changed. No matter with any rules, no matter with anybody telling you, should you really eat that? Is that really good for you right now? Isn't that off of your diet? Okay, screw those people. You are the one who's doing it for you. And if you fall off, get back on. I mean, in life, nothing goes perfectly. So don't expect this to go perfectly. So if any of you want information about the program that I'm doing, I will be happy to give it to you. I can hook you up with my coach if you're interested. But 
find what works for you. Like this is working for me. It's not going to work for everyone. So find what works for you. And I hope that what I've talked about has touched someone or inspired someone or made someone decide that they were going to make a change because I decided that I was going to make a change and I'm very happy that I did because it's definitely working out for the better. I feel better and that's really what matters. Don't focus so much on the numbers on the scale. Focus on how you feel because that really is what makes the biggest difference. You can be skinny and a healthy weight but feel like crap. So don't focus on all the numbers on the scale It's not just about that. And also, as you go on, you will notice like little victories. Like so when I started exercising, I could I noticed that I could hold a plank for 15 seconds and then I was able to hold it for 30 seconds and then I was able to hold it for 60 seconds. When I bumped up my weights, I started out with three pound weights when I was doing bar class and I thought that that was so heavy. I was like, oh, my gosh, how does anybody lift weights? Then I went to four pounds, and then I went to five pounds, and then I went to six, and now I'm at 10. Now, do I use 10 pounds every time? No, but when the the person doing my workout says, grab your heaviest weights, that's what I get. So, you know, everything's in stride. There's little baby steps that you'll go up to, and as you start to accomplish these little victories, you're going to feel so great about yourself that you're going to want to continue, and you're going to want to be better. Because you're going to tell yourself, wow, I never would have thought that I could. I personally never thought that I would be able to do a plank in general, let alone hold it for a minute. So there's these little things that you can focus on besides, oh, no, I only lost one pound this week. Which, by the way, is what you're supposed to lose. Right. They tell you one to two pounds a week is the healthy way to do it. So. Don't so much focus on that. Focus on your little victories and the progress that you've made. And I hope what I talked about has helped some of you figure out maybe that you want to make a change or you need to, you know, you want to be more fit or more toned or just feel better because that's really what counts is how you feel, not how you look. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to make another one. I'm happy to be back. I hope all of you had a happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified every time a new episode drops. Please rate and review this podcast on all podcast directories and share it with all your friends. Let me know if there's any topics that you would like me to discuss. Remember, live each day as if it was on purpose. Until next time.